Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Hi, homesteaders. I'm your host, Annie Sturvais from the Urban Homestead in Pasadena. I hope this season finds everyone well and counting their blessings. It's a beautiful and unseasonably warm November evening here in Los Angeles, and for COVID safety purposes, we are recording this episode outside, so you will hear uh, outside noises like the freeway and, and maybe a cat or two, and the ducks putting themselves up for, and, and the chickens putting themselves up for the evening. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing the lovely and talented Katie Glassman. I recently met Katie through one of our Homestead Hoot Nanny musicians, Adam Kulikov. For those who've had the opportunity to attend one of these hoot nannies, you might remember Adam and his mandolin. And for those who hadn't had the pleasure of seeing him, you definitely missed out on some magical music memories. Today, he's here also accompanying Katie. So Adam, hi, it's good to see you again. Hi, always great to be at the homestead, good to see you. So hi, Katie, I first wanna welcome you to Los Angeles. I know you're from Thank Denver, you. so a warm welcome to you to to here to this land of eternal sunshine Thank and, you. <laughs> and beaches and mountains and all that good stuff. So um, I appreciate you joining me today. And so um, it was kind of odd. I had this question that I wanted to ask you. And then before this, we started recording, you in turn wanted to ask me the same question before I even asked you the question. So the question is, what is the, what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? So I get asked this every day of my life, no matter where I am, and I have been trying to gather little videos of everyone telling me what they think their differences are, because um, no one really, we, we didn't learn this in school. And so, um, you know, there are all kinds of jokes, like the, the difference is the nut at the end of the bow, or you can spill whiskey on a fiddle, <laughs> but really the truth is that they're the exact same instrument with just a difference in maybe a string preference or a fiddle players play with a slightly flatter bridge and um, basically it just depends what what genre you're going to play on the instrument. So is fiddle American word? Is that why, why we call it a fiddle then? And violin was more the, the, the European term and then it kind of changed with the... Exactly. Okay. In fact, in I used to live in France and they don't even have a translation for the word fiddle. Yeah. So, so that's so a it's very American. good interpretation. Good. All right. All right, so speaking of um, uh, the violin and fiddle and all that stuff, how did you get into the world of music and playing uh, fiddle, violin? <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely a true fiddle player, mm -hmm. so you can feel good about calling me okay. that. I, um, I went to the Denver Waldorf School, and in third grade, everyone's required to play violin or cello. And my best friend was a fiddle player, and I thought she was really cool. And so my teacher asked what I wanted to play, and I said violin. And next week, a violin arrived for me. I signed up for lessons. The orchestra teacher was a Texas-style fiddle player. And so I just fell in love with the music. She started taking me to fiddle contests around the nation, and wow, that's the story. That's the story. So that's, I guess, is that your first 
that's your first, I guess, uh, segue into the musical world. But what's your first musical memory then? That was does it that predate that? Is there something that said in in your in in you know like oh the song something that ties you to the to that world of music that like. I have to play or I have to sing or I have to be part of this and not just a, a bystander or, or, or an audience uh, member. Yeah, my, my parents were both musicians mm-hmm. and my mom taught me piano when I was five. She started me on piano and I loved it. <laughs> um, but I remember singing. I, at Waldorf we sang all the time in German class and Russian class and I just remember loving singing. And my mom actually said that before I could speak, my thing was getting on top of a box and taking all my clothes off and singing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Sounds like my, a little bit similar to what I would do. I would, because um, I live in 10 acres, I'd swing and sing to, because to, nobody could hear me. I'd just yeah. swing and sing, just loud as I could be, just swinging and singing. That was that was one of my favorite musical memories. Oh, uh, yeah, sweet. so yeah, it's a... Uh, it's interesting how music ties into our lives like that and how it brings out certain things that are, you know, powerful and, and that. Um, yeah. So is the violin or fiddle the only thing that you play? Um, I play rhythm guitar. Mm-hmm. I back up um, Texas old-time fiddle tunes and western swing and basically play in, in jam sessions. And um, I, I play a little accordion and still a little bit of piano, but mainly fiddle, guitar, and singing my world okay so that all sounds good do you want to do a little song for us yeah okay I thought, I thought we'd start with a, a texas style fiddle tune that i love called carroll county blues in the key of g for those of you singing along at home
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since, you know, that live mu musical interaction. So it feels really good to hear the music live and in person and be able to feel that. So that's, thank you for that. Um, speaking of the impact of music and how it affects people, how has music impacted your life in terms of just in general? How, how has it um, impacted you? Well, it's on a sarcastic note, it's made me not very well-rounded mm -hmm. because I'm in love with music mm -hmm. and it's been my entire life from teaching to performing. It's taken me to so many amazing places all over the U.S., you know, all over the world. And I've met so many incredible people through playing music and just, um, you know, fans who are incredible people that have just made my life so so rich and um, teaching music has been very um, impactful mm -hmm. as well to be able to pass it along but it's just it's been my entire life mm, that's, and yeah I don't know what I would do without it well it's you know what it's a blessing to have that so you know that that's your passion about that you enjoy doing and and can make you know a, li a little bit of living and and do that so that's that's amazing um, I have a question to, uh, like I know this is maybe broad but who most influenced you in your maybe style? Is there, um, so for people who don't know, um, maybe style or American music or whatever, is there certain people that you say, hey, you know, you should, if you're interested in this sort of music, check out this person or, or this, this style, what would, who would that, or who would they be? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I really highly revere my heroes. And so for Texas style fiddle music, my, ultimate hero of all time was a fiddle player named Terry Morris and I believe you can find his recordings on his brother Dale Morris's website. Um, uh, he's my favorite fiddle player of all time. In terms of western swing, I love Keith Coleman who was out of Oklahoma. He played with Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys and Johnny Gimbel and in terms of the old classic country uh, Tommy Jackson. Tommy Jackson on those old Ray Price shuffle recordings. And um, I'm giving you guys some, some gems here to look into. And as far as jazz, that's a... I've got a lot of heroes there, but um, Sven Asmussen from Denmark is, is my most beloved jazz violinist, as well as Stefan Grappelli, and the list does go on and on. Well, that's... Um, I mean... There's some good names for you. There's some good names. So look them up. Go on YouTube. If, if that's um, and Western swing what what makes that a different like when what when did that kind of occur on the scene what year would that be in 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 terms of yeah the, that was kind of with the, with the light crest doughboys oh the, in the 30s mm -hmm. it kind of came up it started coming about but Bob Wills was the one who really um, started mixing with um, the jazz musicians started mixing with um, black people. He really drew his influences from Bessie Smith to Ella Fitzgerald to Louis Armstrong and put together a band of um, half people who played fiddle music and all of our great swing dance songs and half great jazz musicians. And he's the one who brought Western swing into the popular eye of America. I just love those stories because it just makes me 
appreciate how rich American music is. I mean, just the the evolution of it from you know from the European traditions to now we have our own sort of uh, I guess yeah this like place in history of certain things that happen at certain times and and to always draw back on that and that's influencing musicians to this day so that's pretty amazing absolutely I always tell people to reach further back the further back the better, better. there you go further back the better maybe we'll, how about another song for us can we go further back yeah, why don't we do, um, this is a Roy Rogers song that I sing that, that Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys also did. It's called Along the Navajo Trail.
So we're in November and this year, 2020 has been a challenging one for all of us. And especially it's been a challenging one for, for musicians. How has the pandemic affected you and your musical career? Well, I know it's affected everybody. And so thinking about all you musicians out there and everyone, but um, you know, all obviously all the concerts stopped and I had shortly before, the, uh, before March, I had actually decided to take a break from my touring band. Um, I wanted a little time off the road. And so I was really fortunate to have started fiddleschool.com where I um, have built a complete curriculum for learning how to play the fiddle. And so I had this little community started and that's just blossomed and blossomed into this huge international community with, um, I, I mean, it's, it's really blossomed beyond my imagination to where I've, I teach webinars every week to people who may not be leaving their home right now. And so music has brought so much life into everybody's lives. Mm -hmm. And it's been an incredibly touching and honorable experience. Mm -hmm. And to see, and to feel a different balance, not performing has been really odd for me, but it's been so rewarding mm -hmm. to put more time into my teaching mm -hmm. and have such an incredible student base around the world. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because when you visit the homestead a few weeks ago, you piqued my, uh, I guess, curiosity and interest when you said, you know, I could you teach you violin and you, you can you know play violin 10 minutes a day. So that you know, I was like, hmm. So so we'll have to you know, and we'll we'll end the thing with people to so they can find you in your fiddle school. But I'm glad you mentioned that the online. Uh, aspect because I think more people are you know like I said at home and, and wanting to learn things uh, there was what that sourdough bread craze was going around and I think yeah. they were out selling I think I heard from one person the the stores one of the music stores was sold out of guitar so yeah people were putting their time to good use at home so that's great yeah and you're helping them so that's amazing and since I've been out here I've partnered up with Eastman Strings a California-based um, instrument maker and they had me develop a uh, a fiddle. So all of these instruments are sold as violins, but we wanted to develop a fiddle for fiddlers by fiddlers. And nice. so I have brought one of those for you to try after uh -oh. we're done today. Uh oh, pressure's um, on now. But but now I'm really excited because people, if you've if you've never played fiddle before, mm -hmm. if you played in orchestra as a kid and you're thinking of getting back into it, or if you're a classical player and you want to branch out. We can not only set you up with a great, reliable, affordable fiddle, but give you a community and um, all the learning materials that you'll need to get going. And it's never too late. I've had people start in their mid-70s, and they're doing incredible. Good. So there's still hope for us. Who are there's so, hope. so busy during the day, feeding chickens, doing dishes, and, and, and thinking, and then you know, falling asleep, exhausted at the end of the day. So even you know. busy people can <laughs> okay. fiddle. Cool. Even busy. I like that. Maybe that should be t-shirt. Um, you was also something that you shared with me when you, when you visited, um, and that I found, uh, very touching. It was during the, when this lockdown, the quarantine, and you were in Denver at the time mm -hmm. with Adam and, uh, Adam showed me that you guys did something very special that was, uh, actually shown on the local news. Can you tell them us, the, the listeners a little bit more what that special thing was that you created 
uh, on your front or back porch yeah. that day. Yeah, well, I've been I've been lucky to to quarantine with Adam, who's also a musician, and he's helped me with so much fiddle school stuff. Um, but um, when I was performing, my whole life when I've performed, I've always been very hard on myself. I've always ha- been in bands that were, you know, pretty. We had very high expectations of one another, and so there was a lot of pressure on stage at fiddle contests. There's, I always put this pressure on myself, and. Um, Anyhow, it was about the end of March when Adam and I, beginning of April, when we were playing on the front porch, and when we first shut down, remember how no one was going anywhere. No, it was pretty we scary. We weren't seeing anybody. No, no. We were hoarding toilet paper. Well, we weren't, <laughs> but we know some of you were. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Don't start um, again, please. I've heard. There's rumors. No, I'm sorry. Um, and so we were just playing out on the porch, and couples were walking by very distanced from one another with tears in their eyes hearing music mm-hmm. and it just I told Adam I started tearing up I'm even tearing up thinking about it like this is one of the first moments in my life where I've felt that I'm really sharing music and the way that I'm playing doesn't matter it doesn't matter if I'm playing perfectly and it was a whole different I know it's obvious, I know it's an obvious way to think about music, and I tell my students all the time to remember they're sharing a gift, but for me, that was one of the first times in my adult life especially that I remember being touched that much. I mean, it was the most impactful performance, seeing people come and listen for five minutes and then move on so that somebody else could listen, Mm -hmm. and pretty soon we had people sitting spaced out along the street, and we somebody submitted it to the news we won um um best social distancing (laughs) (laughs) so the contests never end um but that was that was really a day to remember right it it was incredible and i will say that like uh if you ever we saw the power of music here at the hootenannies every sunday and when we saw everybody gathering and it was really great community moments and stuff but like when the world was shut down, you start to think like you're not going to have those moments. Mm-hmm. And then we were just jamming, mm-hmm. just the two of us, mm-hmm. and to see the reaction of people and the emotion on their faces and what music meant to them it was just a huge and wonderful reminder of what what it's all about and, and connection about. and connection yeah. and sharing and yeah. all these things that you think about, but yeah, or you took for granted or whatever. We, we were really blown away. Yeah. And we were very affected by it afterward, and then to right. see it on the news was just <laughs> unbelievable because we didn't even know that someone had taken nice. video. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'll never forget it. Mm. I'll never forget it, and it reminded me that I, my um, self-expectations were so high all through my life that I lost sight of what was really important mm-hmm. in music. No, that's good to that's good reminder, and I think there's been a lot of reminders and reflecting and grounding yeah. uh, this year uh, growth. And, uh, and introspective and perspective and putting things into perspective. And it, and it also kind of hard, I mean, it kind of, you think, you know, before the age of the internet and, and, and um, you know, back, you know, 100 years ago, that's why music was so important is because we worked hard, toiled through the day. And then when that music, when that person picked up a fiddle or a guitar, a mandolin, how special that was because it touched people and I think we got 
and you got that feeling again of what that what those moments were like when everything was stripped and so that's yeah it's a it is special and how and music is special and and I, I can't say enough for that I believe it is it's um it is beautiful and um and and uh, I appreciate you sharing that story and and I hope other will um be inspired by that yeah. to not care what they sound like and just go out and play so or go out and sing i hope we sound okay though. oh you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> well how about um we're coming to the end how about one last song um that you could share with us why don't we do on the sunny, sunny side, side. Yeah. yeah i think okay. i think we need a we need a sunny song okay this is reaching into my swing roots. Mm -hmm. I've been very influenced by swing and, and jazz all through my life, so we're going to play for you on the sunny side of the street as an inspiration for you guys to get out on your porches and sing a song or share your music. Nice. So do a quick tune check because it's my mandolin which people know me here yes there you go you're the mandolin man
Well, I wish this could go on forever, but we are coming to the end of our (laughs) podcast. I want to thank you, Katie and Adam, for joining me today. Um, Do you have some final words, Katie, for our our listeners and how they can follow you and find you and learn more about your fiddle school? Yeah, and thank you so much for having me today. This is a thrill to be here. Um, You can find me at fiddleschool.com. And um, I hope you'll I hope you'll join us. It's really an incredible community. We're also on um, Facebook as Fiddle School, or on Instagram as Fiddle School, and my personal website where I put gigs up, which are not happening mm-hmm. at all. So there's basically nothing there right now. Is KatieGlassman.com, but I hope you'll come visit me at FiddleSchool.com, where we um, we really believe the music is in your hands. I like that. So there's a quote that I saw that said, sometimes music is the only medicine the heart and soul need. So especially during these challenging times, I really appreciate your sharing your musical journey and lifting our spirits with musical medicine tonight. So thank thank you you so much for, for both being here. It was a pleasure and made my heart really glad and, and hopeful for the future. Thank you. And you know how much this, the Urban Homestead means to me, and it's my first time on your podcast, and I'm really happy to be here and to see, you know, a few folks from the Urban Homestead and, yeah. and our Hoot Nanny days yes. too. It's been a while, and it's been really great to, you know, help out with fiddle school and see the community, the growth of it, and all the connection, and positivity that happens there. It's really quite a magical thing in these times. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Let's go down Good. Well, with that. Uh, we'll sign off and thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, keep on growing. We'd love to hear your feedback or questions. Visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, keep on growing.